0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today, but before we get started, I would like to thank God for His grace, His guidance, and His mercy. And I believe that He is the one true living God. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it's a blessing to me. So let's get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to Vineyard Bible Ministry podcast. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I pray that everyone had a blessed and wonderful New Year, spending it with your family and friends. Hopefully everyone stayed safe and practiced social distancing because we are still in a pandemic. Um, Today is the ninth day of our New Year. Praise God. Praise God. And I thank God for allowing us to see 2022. So also uh this is the first episode of season 4 of the Vineyard Bible Ministry podcast. I'm super excited new season, you know, like I said in the previous podcast, you know, new me, new year, new season. So I'm ready to see what God has in store for me and I'm ready to see what God has in store for you. I encourage you whenever you get the Get the opportunity, please go to the Vineyard Bible Ministry website, uh, vbministry.com. Please go there. Um, I am so happy, and and the ministry is being extremely blessed. A lot of people are sending Vineyard Bible Ministry prayer requests, uh, keeping me encouraged, and and also they're they're doing the the uh, Bible study that I post online and also again listening to the podcast and also uh we do have a facebook group again under the same name in your bible ministry and uh check it out you know go to facebook and check it out and become a member and and every day you know i will share some scriptures devotionals you know to keep us all encouraged and also you could uh, if you have a ministry, you can also post your ministry in the group as well. So people uh, could see what God is doing in your life. So it's not just, you know, Vineyard Bible Ministry. It's also God's ministry. What God have you know, what God is doing in other people's lives. I would love for you to share that in the group on Facebook. So, again, you could look for Vineyard Bible Ministry on Facebook. So... Let's get started to our scripture for today. So, our scripture for today is coming from 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, and I will be reading the New King James Version. It says, And Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if it's Baal, follow him but the people answered him not so they didn't say a word they answered him not a word can you believe that they were tongue-tied i guess so he basically went to the people and told them how long will you be undecisive is if is if the lord is god follow him if it's our ball however you pronounce it follow him but the main thing is that how long is it going to be how much longer is it going to be for us to not decide to serve God that verse alone should kind of remind us of Joshua chapter 24 verse 15 and I'll be reading the New King James version it says and if it seems evil to you to serve the lord choose for yourself this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the amorites in whose land you dwell but as for me and my house we will serve the lord so again in joshua he basically saying you know in so many words either you're going to serve the god of this world or are you going to serve the true living God? So I know this is not just the only two scriptures that have that, right? Jesus even said it, right? Jesus even said it. So many prophets came across the world. You know, that's all over the world. You know, people that are in the world now were telling people, because God is, is telling, he's ingraining this in us. To share the word of God and to tell people this day, who are you going to serve? How much longer are you going to wait and and decide of who you're going to serve? So before we get into that, um, I want us to look at 1st King chapter 17 verses 20 to 40. Because we could get an idea of why Elijah was was doing all of that. So we'll be reading uh, 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 20 to 40 um, when we come back from this break. So hang on tight and let's see what uh, Elijah was trying to say to the people. Greetings, everyone. This is Diana. Thank you so much for listening and sharing Ben Your Bible Ministry podcast. I would like to invite you to become one of our listener supporters. When you become a supporter, you are help supporting the podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes and to help us provide resources for our communities and to further the ministry. Again, thank you so much for listening. And may God continue to bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Um, I have to have a correction that I said from earlier. There's a correction. Um, it is not uh, 1 Kings chapter 17. It's actually 1 King chapter 18 that we're going to be going over first Kings chapter 18 starting at the 20th to the 40th verse so we're going to go over these verses to understand why Elijah said what he said and did what he did so let's look at verse 20 it says so Ahab went for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel so obviously King Ahab uh wanted to show out he wanted to show the children of God the children of Israel what his gods can do so then we come across the verse that Elijah said where he said how long will you falter between the two opinions if the Lord is God follow him if it's Baal or Baal uh, follow him but the people answered him, not a word. And when we go to verse 22, it says, "Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. So you got to understand, you got one prophet of God against 450 men of Balls prophet and sometimes we gotta look at our life like that you know we could come across a lot of adversities not only dealing with the enemies but also at work we could be the only one that professing that Christ is the kings of kings and lord of lords and then we may have some people faltering like what uh, verse 21 says they don't know like you know they don't want to be disliked at work or be disliked by people because their opinion is more important Than what God thinks of them And you do May feel like you're by yourself But you gotta understand As we go along with these verses As we're about to read the rest of these verses That's where your power lies Your power lies in God So Elijah didn't see himself As a lowly you know, prophet He see himself As a prophet of the Lord Okay Verse 23 says Therefore let them give us two bulls and let them loose one bull for themselves cut it up in pieces and lay it on the wood but put no fire under it and i will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood and put on no fire under it so basically they were preparing the altars with the bulls they cut them up uh you know uh elijah has heads and so did the other the 450 Uh, prophets they had theirs and they were doing it both the same way they were preparing it the same manner to show that you know we're not trying to cheat we're not trying to use trickery we're just going to do exactly the same thing but then Elijah said to them call on the name on verse 24 call on the name of your God and I will call the name of the Lord and the God who answers by fire he is God. So Elijah already knew that God was gonna answer and God's gonna go like full ham on him. I mean, God was gonna show up and show out. Cause, you know, that's what kind of God we serve. So the people, I mean, can you imagine, you know, you're in the audience and you're 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 one of the the people, the uh that's that's there and you're about to see something amazing happen. And so the people answered. and they said, it is well-spoken. Like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, they're about to see the battle between gods and one God. Can you imagine that? They're about to see this battle. So on verse 25, Elijah said to the prophet of Baal, he said, Choose one bull for yourself and prepare first, for you are many. Again, how many are they? There were four four hundred and fifty men, four hundred and fifty men. Right. So there were many. And then he said, and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So that means that we're going to call out, you know, you guys are going to call out to your God and he is going to put fire on this altar, so they put the bull out, you know, verse 26, and they started calling out the name of Baal from morning until noon. So, can you imagine in the morning until noon? Oh, Baal, hear us. And there's no voice, there's no answer. And they're leaping and they're they're acting all out there. You know, they probably was doing cartwheels, trying to get this non existent God's attention. And so, right now, it's is noon, and and then Elijah. And that's why, you know, reading the Bible is so not just rewarding, but you could see that, you know, God does have humor because Elijah started mocking them. He said, cry aloud for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy or he's on a journey. Perhaps he's sleeping and must be awakened. So he's basically telling you guys need to cry out more because maybe he's not a- awake. And then. The part that kills me in verse 28, they actually do what Elijah said. They cried aloud. Not only did they cry aloud in verse 28, they started cutting themselves. As it was their custom with knives and laces and to the blood gushed out of on them. I mean, can you imagine they're cutting themselves up for a non existent God? So let's refer this to right now. People are going all out to serve the God of this world. Just like how this non-existent God didn't care about them, say so don't care about you. You're doing all of this for what? You're 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 destroying the vessel that you know that God gave you, your body. You're living a life of sin for what? For what? Because if you go to verse twenty-nine, it says, uh, "And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice." Now we're going into the evening. But there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. And then, while the prophets were still, I guess, doing their thing, and they're getting no response from the God. Elijah was saying to the people, come come near to me. Like Elijah was like, hey, you know, it's my turn. Let's go. Let's go. Come, come to where I'm at. So people started going towards him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And he took the 12 stones. And in the scripture, verse 31, it said the 12 stones were the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob. Can you imagine that? The They were the number of the sons of Jacob, and so it says to whom the word of the Lord has come, saying, "Israel shall be your name." Some that, some to think about, some to think. So, again, let's let's really look at that. Let's look at that again. Okay. So he said for them to come near. He has the the twelve stones, right, and the twelve stones represent the tribes of the sons of Jacob and then it says that if we continue on on the 31st verse it says to whom the word of the, of the Lord had come saying Israel shall be named that is amazing it's like Elijah not only took the time to recreate, rebuild this altar but he's given honor not only to God but to the tribes right because that's where that's where the many nations come from, from the tribes of, of Jacob, from Israel. So, first 32 says, Then the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, he had made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two seas of, uh, sea of seeds. And basically, uh, what that mean is, um, I'm going to break it down so everybody can understand what that means. So, let me break it down for you. So, basically, he was making, like, a trench around the altar large enough to hold, like, three gallons, okay? Three gallons of what? We're about to find out. And so, not only that, he, on verse 33, he piled some wood together on the altar, and he cut up the bulls in pieces, and he laid the pieces um, of wood on the altar, and then he said to fill up the four uh, jars, right? So he filled them up. They filled them up with water, okay? And and what he did was uh, he filled the four water uh, pots up with water, and they poured it on the burnt sacrifice, which is um, the bull's meat, right? And then on the wood. So... I know the people are standing there like, okay, so how are we going to get fire on wood? You know, you can't burn nothing that's wet, right? And then he said, do it again. Second time. Do it again. The third time. So he had them pour all this water on the wood, on the sacrifice. And then when it, when it came time, On verse 36, when it came time for the offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Verse 37, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people, that this people, may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again that was a powerful prayer and I'm gonna tell you why because if you really look at verse 36 and 37 he said Lord God he identified who God was he identified that God is a God of promises to not only Abraham, but not only to Isaac, but to Israel. And then he said, this day, you are God of Israel and I am your servant. He identified who he was. He identified where this power was going to come from. He identified that though he never had the power to do what he was about to do. He knew that right there and then it was God. And he said that I have done all these things at your word. It is your will, your word. This is your show, not mine. He, again, he identified. And that's one of the things we got to start doing, children of God. When God put us in a position of leadership, or he just put us in a position to share the word of God, we got to go back like Elijah and identify That it is the God of promises It is the God that anointed us That gave us this fresh anointing daily To be his servant To be able to do the things that we're doing This day, every day Every morning you need to tell yourself This day I am your servant And I will be doing all the things At your word, at your will Think about that And then he said, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God. Hear me, O Lord, hear me. The people that I touch, the people that I come in contact with, they will know that you are the Lord God. And the most powerful statement, you have turned their hearts back to you again. It it was like, if you read it, it wasn't like you are going to have them turn their hearts back to you again. It was already established. It was like past tense. And that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Like he already know those people hearts was going to go back to God. Because he know that God is a God, a gift of promises. And he's real. So in verse 38, what happens fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sack consumed it like it's no more it's gone it consumed everything the sacrifice the wood this is verse 38 the sacrifice wood stone and the dust and it licked up the water that was in the trench it consumed everything He didn't have to pray for hours. He didn't have to cut himself with with knives or lances. He had to do none of that. He had to, you know, do all this dancing around. All he had to do is say, God, you are God. I am your servant. And this day, we already know people are going to turn their hearts back to you because it's who you are. When the people, verse 39, when the people saw it, they fell to their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. It had to take the people of Israel to see two performances of the true living God and a false God. They had to see with their own eyes who is the real deal. We see it every day in our lives of who is the living God and who is the false God and for some strange reason we're getting the two mixed up. We know who God is. He is the Lord. He is God. The Lord. He is God. We should not be confused. We should not wait much longer we know who he is we know what he is about because in verse 40 and elijah said to them seize the prophets of Baal do not let one of them escape so they seized him and elijah brought them down to the brook of kishon and executed them there do not wait until you get executed spiritually because you are following something that is not real I pray that the Lord will open up your eyes I pray that the Lord will open up your heart I pray that the Lord will open up your minds so you can see God for who he really is he is our creator Christ is our Alpha and Omega we know all of this we hear this in the church but not only hearing it you have to believe it within your heart that god is god he has not changed he is the same god back with elijah is the same god today he has not changed the only person that's going to change is us either we're going to have this heart of stone and don't accept christ as our lord and savior Or we wind up accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior from having a heart of flesh. God is telling us right now, as we live now, today, January 9th, who are we going to serve? He has given us time to do it right now. To ask Him to come into our lives, to accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, to forgive us for all our sins. God is is ushering us to get closer to him. God forgive us for our sins, heavenly Father. Help us, Lord God, to be that strong woman of God, strong man of God, strong child of God that you, that you created us to be. I can't do this without you. Just from reading this scripture again, this is uh 1 Kings chapter 18 verses 20 to 40. Just from reading this, you should be so encouraged to want to go and read this scripture for yourself. I encourage you because this is a good scripture to share with anyone of being caught up in the world, listening to the lies, or staying focused and rooted in God's word and hearing the truth. So how much longer? How much longer are we going to waver when it comes to God? So as always, I encourage you to reread the scriptures for yourself so that you can get an understanding of what God is trying to tell you. Take care. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Vineyard Bible Ministry podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you have enjoyed the message and you would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow us on our website, www.bbministry.com. www.bbministry.com. You can get updates of our weekly Bible studies, request prayer, and again, if you'd like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. May God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.